0: Hi everyone. Just a quick one today. It feels like suffering is everywhere at the moment. The COVID pandemic continues to engulf the world. The US is soon to reach 1 million deaths from COVID since the start of the pandemic. Australia is now considered a COVID hotspot and people are angrily protesting COVID health measures, such as vaccines and masks and so on. Having said that, the global outlook for the pandemic is showing signs of improving. There was a massive surge in new cases across December, January, but across February, the number of new cases has declined almost as quickly. Still, it's concerning. And then of course, Russia has invaded Ukraine, causing untold suffering. The last figure I heard was 1.2 million people have had to flee Ukraine, unable to really take anything with them, finding shelter in neighbouring countries. And despite this, stories of women and children being killed by the indiscriminate bombing, and men being unable to leave, being mandated instead to stay and fight for their country. And Russians too are suffering. Every day I see Russians arguing about the war on social media, some supporting Putin's actions, some vehemently opposed, and all of them suffering from the escalating sanctions and the collapse of their economy. Actually, all the world is watching with trepidation. Could this be the beginning of World War III? Or a second Cold War? Or a whole new world order? And last week here in Australia, up and down the East Coast, we've had terrible storms and floods, wreaking havoc on homes and businesses and the tragic loss of life. I was lucky being slightly elevated out of the rising floodwaters, but down the end of my street, others were not so lucky. Streets lined with spoiled and unserviceable items and belongings. And all of this to say that compassion is more important now than ever. And I'm not talking about the kind of compassion that sometimes people think of, ascending to warmth and serenity, but rather the strength and courage to descend into the reality of the human experience, to descend into pain, heartache, distress, despair, and suffering, and to descend into the ugly, dark side of humanity fear and greed callousness and cruelty of our species that lurks in the shadows of our tricky brains strength and courage and wisdom the wisdom that arises from the insight and understanding that we all just find ourselves here an emergent species in the flow of life and the non-personal nature of our brains and life experiences and how so much of what goes on in ourselves and in others is not our fault. But we take responsibility for that where we can, managing our minds, our motives, our thoughts and feelings, and our strength and a sense of inner confidence and courage, a determination to stand strong and stable to ground the body in order to steady and ready ourselves to approach suffering and the sources of suffering and work to alleviate and prevent it. And of course, being deeply committed, given all that we know and understand about the nature of suffering, to be kind, caring, supportive and helpful, to alleviate and prevent suffering, and work with the conditions that give rise to suffering. There is no one way to be compassionate. There is definitely more than one right way. And in this time of pervasive suffering in our world, this is the $64 million question. What can I do that will be most helpful for myself and or others? What is it that I or others really need right now? What wise action could I take, something that in small or big ways helps to even slightly lessen suffering or lessen the likelihood of more suffering coming about? Here in Brisbane, we have another big storm approaching tonight. I'm watching the weather radars. It might just be missing where I'm at, but again, others aren't going to be so lucky. I'm sending my compassionate wishes to all those who may be suffering here and around the world, and I'll continue to do my best to be helpful, even in just small ways.